Welcome to Align Your Spirit Podcast, the place to be to gain awareness and alignment to your mind, body, and spirit. I am passionate about guiding others to living a life filled with abundance and creating endless possibilities in their life. I am Brittany Fry, your host. I'm an energy and quantum intuitive alignment coach, Healy practitioner, death doula, and spiritual mentor. I'm here to take you to a whole new level when it comes to aligning to your higher self. Welcome and let's get started. Hey everybody, welcome back to Align Your Spirit Podcast. I am Brittany Fry, your host. Thank you for tuning in with me today. Today I want to talk about death. Dun dun dun. <laughs> By now you should probably know that I do like to educate people on death. I enjoy it. It is one of my purposes here in life and I know death is not something that we typically enjoy talking about, but it is something that I am passionate about educating people on so that we can start to eliminate the fear around death and the stigma of fear around death. So it was three years ago today that my grandma passed away. My grandma was the most beautiful, upbeat, loving person I've ever had in my life. She hardly ever complained and if she did it was never to me and she was just the type of person that always smiled and always wanted to do for others and her death was something that part of me feared But also, I was very intrigued with the death process. So a couple years before my grandma died is when I started becoming very intuitive and very open to the spiritual world and being able to talk with spirits. Um, My mediumship skills really developed. I started understanding energy and the whole concept of death and living and energy and all of that woo-woo fun stuff was just like at the forefront of my life and it was something that I was always so hungry to learn more and more about. So as my as my grandma aged and as her health started declining, I really wanted to be a part of her journey and it was just a very amazing opportunity that I had and it's something that I will always hold very near and dear to my heart. Um, There were many times throughout the last few months of her life that I talked with her about about my work and I sat vigil for her. Um, I read scriptures to her. I sang hymnals to her. I did energy work with her. Um, I witnessed her coming from the physical body to the spiritual world and then from the spiritual world back into her physical body and she kind of came and gone and came and gone back and forth, back and forth for quite some time and it was just very interesting to watch and to be a part of that. And I was with her up until probably, I want to say, 15 minutes before she actually died and the week leading up to her death, I knew that there was some karmic, um, 
karmic things that she was working on and she was trying to bring some family members together so that she knew things would be okay after she left and and all of these different sort of things that that she was working on on a much higher spiritual perspective and it was just very interesting to to watch but the day that she died there were so many synchronicities that was that were occurring and i still look back to this day and so grateful for the things that she had shown me throughout that her last day i was just like holy crap i remember i was that day that she died i went to have a a business meeting at the local bank about my business and the gentleman that was in the bank i've known of him throughout my entire life he's always worked at the bank and um he all of a sudden brought up my my spiritual business and was just like you know I think you should take that business and run with it and make it everything that you've ever dreamed of and you know I I read your articles in the paper that you write and I just think it's think it's fantastic and turned the I had another business proposition that I went in that day with and he turned me away from that and led me more towards my spiritual business and I'm so grateful for that because it's exactly where I'm at now in my life. And I really, truly believe that my grandma was there nudging both of us into the direction that she knew I was meant to be in. And it's so crazy because now he is my neighbor and he lives in my backyard and his wife is incredible. And they both help me on such a spiritual journey and help my kids with holistic health and holistic healing and it's something that I also feel my grandma led me to. So it's just really, it's really cool to see that how that all comes together full circle. Um, I don't know why that came in just now, but I had to talk about it. <laughs> but anyways, that evening um, I was with my grandma. I would come home and then go up to the nursing home and come home and go up to the nursing home. And I was sitting in the, in the room with my mom and we had both fallen asleep next to grandma and all of a sudden I sat up as quick as possible. I jolted awake and I said, oh my gosh, I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go. I gave grandma a kiss and I went home and I fell asleep and I, I remember looking out my window to the moon and Jupiter being right up above it and I took a picture. It actually came up on my memory today. Um, and I fell asleep and I fell into such a deep sleep that my mom had been calling and calling and calling my phone. I never heard it. And finally, my husband came into the room and said, it's your mom. And I knew in that moment that my grandma had passed. And I looked at the clock and I had only been gone for like 15 or 20 minutes. And it happened so quickly. But the reason why I feel like I needed to share that is because when we're going through the process of of being there for our loved ones through the death and dying process, we we don't get to pick and choose how they die. And we don't get to pick if we're going to be with them or not. It is something that I feel is up to the loved one. It's within their own soul agreement of who they're going to have with them in that moment of their death. And... Um, leading up to my grandma's death she had she had come to me in her 
in my dream, I feel as though when she was in her spirit state, not necessarily in her physical body, but she came to me in my dream and showed me exactly how she wanted to be surrounded with loved ones and our pastor and to say prayer. And it happened two nights in a row. So after the second night, I was like, okay, I have to tell my mom about this. So after that business meeting at the bank, I met my mom at the nursing home and I said, mom, look, I don't know that I want to tell you this because I know that once we make this happen, grandma's going to go, but selfishly, we can't keep her here. Um, But grandma came to me in my dream and showed me this vigil prayer with the family and with our pastor. So I think we need to make the phone calls and make this happen. And I think my mom kind of rebuttaled a little bit and just said, I don't know if people are going to be able to make it such short notice. And I don't know about this. And I don't know if it's going to work. And I just said, you know what? We have to do everything we can to put this together. And whoever can be here can be here. And I'm sure that our pastor would love to come and it will all work out the way it's meant to. And right after the pastor, so a couple hours later, everybody came and whoever could make it could make it. And the pastor said some prayers in the moment he was done. My grandma took the deepest sigh and we all thought, oh my gosh, this is it. Um, But it wasn't for another five or six hours after that when it did happen. Um, But another really cool thing was that the pastor came up to me and said, thank you for having him. And I just said, you know, I just have to tell you that she, this was her idea. This was grandma's idea. I said, when I asked her about it a few weeks ago, she said, no, 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 I don't want to, I don't want to bother the pastor. I said, but she came to me the last two nights in my dreams because she couldn't physically speak anymore, but she knew she knew she wanted this to happen. And he said, oh, thank you so much for sharing that to me. I really, with me, I really appreciate that. And he said, the work that you're doing in the world is so incredible. So thank you. And again, that was just such a beautiful affirmation for me that what I, that decision I made earlier in the day and then following through for my grandma was just all very synchronistic and it was just such an incredible experience and I guess the reason why I really wanted to talk about this today is because we are all going to have a loved one or multiple loved ones and multiple people that are going to pass away and it feels as though in the last month or two, there has been more and more deaths. And I feel like that may increase in the next, in this lifetime in general, but just over the next course of the year or two. And um, we are all going to need to be, we don't need to be in that position, but we may have that opportunity to be in that position. And of course, everybody's comfort level is going to be different, but I hope that with what I'm sharing along this journey of mine will bring you some comfort and peace as you also go through these experiences that you may have with loved ones. So I wanted to just offer a few tips because I love offering tips and tools on how to best support you. Um, So if you know someone that has recently gotten a diagnosis or recently ill, or maybe you just want to have a conversation with your parents or with family members so that they can prepare for this, um, even if they're healthy, because we don't know when our time is going to come. And it's better to be prepared than to not be prepared. So I'm going to speak on this, on these tips and tools, as though you already have somebody that is been diagnosed with an illness, or maybe they're approaching um, death 
um, because of their age or because of cancer or something like that. But when you are when you are with that loved one, it is so important to continue to reassure them that they are surrounded with so much love here in the physical world and in the spiritual world. The closer they get to to their death, they may start to experience visualizations of loved ones that have already passed on um, coming to be with them. They may see pets or children or spouse or other family members um, and just reassure them that this is normal and ask questions. Like if they start to share something with you, be open to hearing it because then it helps them to know that it's not something that they're just making up um, it's something that they're really experiencing. And that's something that I did often with my grandma. I would just reassure her that, hey, do you see grandpa? He's standing right there. Like he's standing at the edge of your bed waiting to dance with you again. Or, you know, your parents are with you. Your your sister, her, my grandma's sister had passed away maybe about a year before. I can't remember exactly, but maybe about a year before she did. And I said, oh, your sister's right there waiting for you. She can't wait to reunite with you. And I would have these conversations when she was awake and then I would also have these conversations with her when she would be sleeping. And it was just a great way to to reassure to her to not be afraid to, to die and that these loved ones were there waiting. Um, the other thing you can do is ask them if there's anything that they, they want, any stories they want to share with you before they go and maybe you want to write some of the things down um, so that you can share those stories with other friends and family members after your loved one is gone. So maybe, um, and I wish I would have done this, but a great opportunity for you to, instead of writing it down, would be to record it. So take out your phone and hit the record button so then you also have their voice talking to you, which I have a voicemail from my grandma from my birthday in 2017, and I listen to it so much. I have it saved on my phone. I have it saved on my computer. I have it saved on a on a hard drive. I have it emailed to me. I have it saved in so many different places just in case it ever were to go missing or get deleted. But that is something, even though it's a 30-second clip, it's something that I always cherish and love to listen to. So if you get the opportunity to record a story from your loved one, wow, that would just be so, so incredibly special. And something that I've also done for my my own children um, because again, I don't know when my time is going to expire, but I say the same prayer to my kids every night and sing the same songs to my kids every night. And I've recorded that as well so that they always have that. Even if they're 28 years old or 58 years old, they can listen to that if they want. Um, so that is also an idea of maybe you want to record something for your loved ones, if even if you're healthy. <laughs> I know it kind of sounds weird, but it's just an option for you to carry through with your legacy. And then that leads me to another thing is, what is your legacy? This is something that I recently did on a retreat that I was at, is write down, what is your legacy? How do you want to be remembered when you're gone? So think about that for yourself and think about that for your loved one. Maybe you want to help your loved one write a legacy letter, a love letter, or a legacy project of some sort. And if you're not sure how to get that started, that's a service that I offer my my clients. Um, and that's something that you can also do for yourself because it's never too early to do that. Um, 
it's just a great way to remember that person or to to reflect on how you want to be remembered. And the other thing I love about the legacy thing too is it puts it into your own awareness on how you want to live your life. Because if you ask yourself, how do I want to be remembered? Are you going to be, you know, how do you want to be remembered? Do you want to be remembered by all of the things that you created in your life? The recipes that you love to make? The personality that shines through you? And et cetera, et cetera. So think about that. So I'm going to just kind of wrap this up for now. I just looked at the clock and it was 15.55. So that was a good sign for me. But these are just a couple tips and tools on how you can carry your legacy through for your loved one, how you can, how you want to be remembered. And I hope that you also enjoyed the stories of my dear, dear grandma. I miss her so much. And I know she's with me in this moment. Um, I can feel her love wrapped around me. And if you are wanting a little bit of direction on how you can start to help a loved one prepare for death, please, please, please reach out to me. Um, I do have a couple different services that I offer in regards to end-of-life planning. Um, You can go to my website, www.healinglovelight.com. I have end-of-life services on my website. Um, You can take a look at those. And I offer companion support sessions. So if you are the companion of a loved one dying, this is a great way for you to take care of yourself and get some very helpful information on how you can care for your loved one, as well as services for the the person who is experiencing end of life. So please check that out and please reach out to me if you have any other additional questions or support that you are needing at this time. And I want to thank you all for tuning in to today's episode. Until next time, take care. Hey everybody, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you know somebody that would benefit from the message that was recorded in today's episode, please feel free to share with them. I would also greatly appreciate a rating and review as this helps my podcast reach a larger audience. If you are wanting to connect with me any further, please email me at Brittany at healinglovelight.com. And also, I would love to hear how this episode impacted you today. Until next time, have a great day.